now? Is it working? It seems like it's This past week, I sat down with Gianna Sanchez, a senior at the University of Miami. I'm nervous. (laughs) Gianna opened up about how living through a pandemic has affected and continues to affect her existing mental health problems. Talking is hard. I also talked to Brittany Jaso, a doctoral intern at the Counseling Center at UM. I've been pursuing my PhD in clinical psychology for... This is year five now. She gave context and perspective to the psychological toll of living through COVID-19. Throughout college, my mental health has been like very wavy. Um, I'm the type of person that needs to be constantly doing things to kind of like distract my mind from like my perpetual anxiety and, you know, depression, things like that. Part of the pandemic magnifies any sort of like mental health issues that we may have been able to manage when we were going about our daily life, leaving our homes, interacting with others. Social interaction provides some distraction too, right? Like, you know, it it removes you a little bit from that emotion because you're doing something else with someone that you like and enjoy. Like the things that typically bring me happiness while I'm at school, I couldn't do anymore because I can't see my friends. I'm not going to go to the beach when like no one knows what's happening. And so when we're not able to distract ourselves a little bit from the negative emotion, we're, we're stuck, right? We're, we're stuck by ourselves. We sit with all of these negative emotions, all of these anxieties. I, I guess you could say it was like a depressive state, but it wasn't, it didn't feel like sadness. It's more like nothingness. Humans were evolved to be social creatures. You know, we, we, we need social engagement with others to, to really thrive and to feel comfortable and, and to be our best selves, I think. Even if you're not super close with someone, like saying hi to someone, you know, maybe seeing a friend that you don't talk to often, like brings a smile to your face and like not having that is really tough. So that for sure, like hurt me a lot, I think as well. There's so much to be said about just like experiential diversity so even just like walking to class like seeing others seeing new places as well it's so important for maintaining our mental health when my friends would say oh let's facetime let's get on a zoom call like that sounded so exhausting to me that i didn't want to do it and it's hard for me to communicate like hey this isn't my thing so then it seems like my friendships are kind of not ending but you know that like really suffered some of my friendships but zoom fatigue it exists it is real you know it's something everyone is experiencing no one knows how to solve it i definitely felt lonely because i couldn't communicate to my friends that i didn't want to talk to them not because it was them but just because it was like a me thing we we know from you know even animal studies right animals in isolation they they don't do well they start to exhibit a lot of like psychopathologies and problematic behaviors and human we're we're the same that we should all check in on our friends more often not just like how are you what'd you do this weekend because that's not going to help them but if you say like hey how have you been lately like mentally or like how have you been doing um or just like being there for people i think that can help a lot some people like need a friend and they don't know who to go to So if you present yourself as someone who like they can rely on when they feel like they have no one else, like, you know, just gives them one more person who they think they can talk to. We should all be there for our friends, you know. That's such good advice.